Do not be afraid. I know you're looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he has been resurrected. Just as he said, he is risen. Happy Resurrection Sunday, church. Happy Easter to you. Come on, you can do better than that. <laughs> That's much better. Up from the grave he arose and he lives. If you're able to stand and sing.
ahead and be seated, church. And if you've joined us this morning on 88.7 FM, if you're watching us on YouTube, if you're listening to us on one of the podcasts, or you're watching us on Facebook Live, or you're inside the sanctuary this morning, the greeting is the same to all of you. Happy Resurrection Sunday, church. I have one announcement for you. Uh, take your bulletin home and read it. On Easter morning, I'm not going to uh, spend time on announcements. Uh, young disciples. Well, I have a whole bunch of stuff in my lap. But first off, yes. <gasps> what does it say? Turn around so Miss Karen can read it. Silly rabbit Easter is for Jesus. Woo that is right. I see that. So here Miss Karen has a glass. See it? See it? See the glass? So how much is in there? Is it half full yeah. or is it half empty? Half, empty. half Who says it's half full? Raise your hand. Who says it's half empty? Raise your hand. Who says it's half full out there? Who says it's half empty? Yeah, and you know, you know, people could get in an argument about whether this is half full or half empty. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to see if I can drink this, okay? It's not water. And it's not juice. And it has carbonation in it. Okay, Miss Karen can't drink it all. But visualize while well, I drink again. Usually I have a much smaller glass when I do this, but so now the argument has stopped. It's what? Empty. You know, there's a third when this was half full or half empty. I'm not one to say half full or half empty. I say it's halfway. Halfway. It's not half empty or half full. It's just halfway. Oh, oh, do you want me to read your t-shirt too? Stand up and show everybody. You can too. It says, show everybody, silly rabbit, Easter is for Jesus. We can't hear that enough today, can we? Good job. Okay, sit down. So half full, half empty, halfway. So there were three different ways people could look at this glass, couldn't they? You know, I'm going to put that right there. And here's something that um, you're, you're not, yeah, yes. Ooh, nice new shoes too. Green, which is Hunter's favorite color. So there are three different ways. You know, today's Easter 
And it's Easter because Jesus, he died on the cross on Friday, and we were sad about that. And on Saturday, I guess he was just in a state of rest in the tomb. And on Sunday, a lady named Mary went to the tomb to see if Jesus was there. And when she got there, guess what? The big stone that covered the tomb, that was the cave, was rolled away, and Jesus wasn't there. And Mary was sad because she thought someone came and took Jesus away. So she ran and got two disciples. And Peter looked into the tomb, and he said, Hmm, that's very interesting. He's gone. Hmm, he found that interesting. And then the third disciple, John, came to the tomb, to the cave, and looked in. And he said, oh my gosh, Jesus rose to heaven like he said he would. So Mary was sad and fearful. Peter was found it very interesting that Jesus had disappeared. But only one man, John, he looked in and he had faith. And he said, Jesus said, did what he said he was going to do, and he rose from the tomb and went to heaven. Because you know what? There was nothing in there. Only his, only his blanket. Only his blanket was left in there. No nothing. No bones, no nothing. Just his blanket. And so John was full of faith. One was found it very curious and interesting, and another was sad. You know, that's how we think today when on Easter some of us are sad. Some of us find it very interesting, and they want to know more about Jesus. And others, like some of us, we just have faith, and we know it doesn't matter. It's just we know in our hearts that Jesus went to be with Jesus, with God, huh? Yes. Oh, we have new sandals on up here and new shoes. I still have my old uh, slipper socks there. So nice, ladies. So three different people like the glass, one half full, one half empty, one who just said it's halfway. So the glass three different ways. And people see Jesus three different ways. Some are sad because he died. Some are very curious and want to learn more about Jesus. And the third way we feel about Jesus is that we have faith. How do you think Jesus wants us to feel today? Do you think he wants us to have faith, huh? Yeah. Not be sad. Are you guys happy that Jesus rose from the grave? Yeah, me too. So we have faith, right? Is the... Is um, Easter bunny does come at our house and get some Easter bunny eggs. Oh. Okay, well, we'll talk about this downstairs, okay? Because we could take all of worship time with you guys. So repeat after Miss Karen. Okay, he can tell me downstairs when we go. Okay, you ready? Oh, okay, well, I'll put it over there. Repeat after me. Dear Jesus. Dear Jesus. Dear Jesus. Thank you for Thank you for being sad being sad being curious and most of all and most of all for having can you say faith faith
on the, the parents based when their kids are up here and they're not quite the way the parents want them to be. Isn't that interesting? Uh, now Bruce and Elizabeth are going to do a special. You can see I don't have anything written on my back. And my shoes aren't real shiny and new. But I have Jesus in my heart. Amen. All of you don't have shirts on. And then we keep them throughout the whole year to remember this day. All right. One of those, huh? One of those. Sorry. I'm afraid of those. You know that. Not as bad as horses and babies. Lima beans. <clears throat> You can join in any time, but you know. He left his throne in heaven to come to Bethlehem. I cannot forget the way he loved me even then. And everywhere he traveled, he spoke with words of love. That said he'd go to any distance To show what I was worthy of And when at last the dusty road Had turned to Calvary he picked up his rugged burden that one day I would see. He loved me with a cross. He loved me with the cross. In answer to the call of love, he loved me with the cross. Though I could not imagine what loving me would cost, Jesus went to Calvary and loved me with the cross. He knew from the beginning the price he'd have to pay. For my heart had gone so far beyond what other loves forgave. 
I wasn't on that hillside to see him on the tree. But as my guilt was placed upon him, I know that somehow he saw me. And I would be a sinner enslaved in all my sin. If it hadn't been for Jesus and the way he loved me then, he loved me with a cross. He loved me with the cross. In answer to the call of love, he loved me with the cross. Though I could not imagine what loving me would cause, Jesus went to Calvary and loved me with the cross. Oh, I forgot to do the public service announcement. There are masks at each of the entryways. There's hand sanitizer throughout the church. If you're too close, there's room over here for you to sit. That is a very hard act to follow, Bruce. Thank you for blessing us with that song this morning. Uh, someone share a praise this morning who has the praise on this Resurrection Sunday. D. Um, I guess my joy is my mom is doing good after her surgery. So she got a new shoulder. So she, yeah, my dad's taking good care of her. And our other joy is Jenny's here with us today. So Amen. Anyone else? Uh, I just got a joy. A gentleman came in the back door, and he wouldn't come in and sit with me, but he did leave a donation for the church. Did you know who he was, Elvin? I had a nice week this week. I 
I visited my mom and I was able to go to Grand Rapids and visit my granddaughter Chrissy who is doing as well as can be expected but um, she's she's getting better they still need prayers but um, she is they're moving along and uh, it was just a good week to spend with family and I had safe travels and sunshine Do it? Okay. Jordan, the only reason I'm doing it is because Karen said I could. Uh, we have been praying for this young lady for uh, a few months now because she has a precious baby in her womb. And uh, that's Jordan sitting over there. Uh, would you sh would sh sh show the baby bump? The good sister sit next to her. No, I'm not going to call her Brett on Easter Sunday. You've heard this preacher talk about planting seeds along the way. That family has planted seeds in my life that will ever make me a better person. So thank you for that. Prayers for Aunt Diane. Uh, just waiting for God to whisper her name. Prayers for Pastor Dave from Fellowship Bible. unspoken request do you have anyone that we need to lift up to the father Phyllis I'd ask prayers for my brother Lloyd he lives in Boise Iota Idaho duh <laughs> Uh, some of you, a few of you probably remember him. Uh, he's been placed with hospice at this time. Um, prayers for the Wayne Bell family. He passed away in Florida. Continued prayers for Clarence and Evelyn. Um, Clarence is bedridden now, and Evelyn is um, failing quickly. And I would ask that you pray for uh, beds and hospice. Uh, they said they could be in the same room, but they don't have an opening right now. And um, we're struggling with uh, care because our two full-time caregivers are ill. So we need prayers for everybody there. Anyone else? Just keep uh, Ron Marion in your prayers. He's, I talked to Lauren yesterday, that's his daughter, and 
they believe he's either coming home today or tomorrow, possibly on oxygen. So thank you for the prayers so far, they said. Karen, what was the first name? Ron Marion. Yes. This is just a joy that I have. Five of my great-grandchildren are here this morning. This nice sunny Easter day. Well, Ruthie, last Sunday you had a whole church full. Uh, Pastor Paul Melcher of uh, Watertown Missionary Church. He tested positive, but he goes for another checkup on tomorrow. And Dave Coddington, had, and he's our uh, president of our Christian Motorcycle Association. I just lift him up. Thank you. I just like prayers for my friend Jim. He's going to have surgery tomorrow. Anyone else? Let's talk to the Father again this morning. Savior, thank you for the gift of life. And Father, we have some that we love that are, you're preparing a way for them to step over to the other side. Great is their reward, but we grieve. But we have hope this day. We have hope because of the resurrection. We lift up unspoken requests to you this morning. We thank you for a successful shoulder surgery. We have names like Joe and Dave. Lloyd, Paul, Ron, Katie, and Jim. And Father, you, you know each situation. We think of Clarence and Evelyn this morning. And Diane. We continue to pray for Jordan and Tyler and the baby in Jordan's womb. Thank you for that blessing. Father, it was a year ago, Resurrection Day, that we were not able to be in your sanctuary. We rejoice this morning that we are. We lift up all those who are struggling with the COVID virus. We lift up those who are struggling with the fear of the virus.
We thank you for unconditional love. Father, thank you for the men that gathered in the fellowship hall this morning and made breakfast. But thank you for the look on the lady's face when we said you're not supposed to be in the kitchen. That was pure joy, Lord. I share with you the Easter prayer, church. Risen Lord, you are broken free from the grip of death and we rejoice in your resurrection. May the message of Easter give us strength to break away from the power of sin and evil in our life. May this good news free us to worship, free us to serve you, free us to praise you even more. Risen Savior, release your blessing upon us now. May your new life be felt in us and around us. May your love be shared by all. And may your glory brighten our days. And may your grace forever fill us in our hearts. Amen. While Elizabeth keeps playing, there's still time to bring your uh, tithes and your gifts and your offerings forward at the moment. If you have not done that yet, now you have an opportunity. Because we have to make we have to make a, a little bit of an adjustment, okay? We're gonna let the choir sing now. So Karen has time with these very rambunctious children downstairs for a little bit. So choir, if you feel comfortable coming forward this morning, please do.
church. Did, did you want to, did you want, did you want to share? Did you want to give the message?
Fill them up with sugar, Grandma. <laughs> we're going to sing the old rugged cross. Uh, we're going to sing number 504, church. The old rugged cross.
be seated, church. I was thinking this morning how nice it would be to have a screen up here on this back wall. Well, because you're the technology guy. Because if we had a screen, then I could read the scripture from up there back here. Would you? Resurrection Sunday morning. Resurrection Sunday morning, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and found that the stone had been rolled away from the entrance. She ran and found Simon Peter and the other disciples, the, one who, the ones whom Jesus loved, she said. They have taken the Lord's body out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have put him. Peter and the other disciples started out for the tomb. They were both running, but the other disciples outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He stopped and looked in, saw a linen wrapping lying there, but he did not go in. When Simon Peter arrived and went inside, he also noticed the linen wrappings lying there. While the cloth that was covered Jesus' head was folded up and laying apart from the other wrappings, then the disciples who had reached the tomb first also went in, and he saw and believed. For until then, they still hadn't understood the scriptures that what Jesus said, Jesus must rise from the dead. Then they went home. Mary was standing outside the tomb crying. As she wept, she stooped and looked in. She, taught, she saw two white-robed angels, one sitting at the head and the other at the foot of the place where the body of Jesus had been lying. Dear woman, why are you crying? The angel asked her. Because they have taken away my Lord, she replied, and I don't know where they have put him. She turned to leave and saw someone standing there. It was Jesus, but she did not recognize him. Dear woman, why are you crying? Jesus asked her. Who are you looking for? She thought he was the gardener. Sir, she said, if you had taken him away, tell me where you put him, and I will go and get him. Mary, Jesus said. She turned to him and cried out, Rabbanino, which in Hebrew means teacher. Don't cling to me, Jesus said, for I have not yet ascended to the Father and your Father to be my God and to be your God. Mary Magdalene found the disciples and told them, I have seen the Lord. Then she gave them his message. The word of God for the people of God. The greatest event to ever take place 
Resurrection Sunday. Last Sunday we gathered for Palm Sunday. It was a great day of celebration. And then the journey of Holy Week. Holy Thursday where Jesus showed us how to be a servant. Where he washed his disciples' feet. And they had the Last Supper together. And then on Good Friday, probably the most horrific day on this earth, when they crucified our Lord. But praise God, it's Sunday morning and he's alive. And because of the resurrection, you and I, we have victory over death. The cross is empty. The tomb is empty. You can try to bury power. It won't stay there. You can try to bury the truth. And it won't stay there. You can either try to bury love. But love cannot be contained in the tomb. Because he arose. I, ha I have to share this story with you because it, it helped me to understand the resurrection so much more. The call came earlier in the week that uh, Aunt Diane, who she's been struggling with stage four lung cancer for a few months now, she had a heart attack and she was taken to the hospital. Uh, but it, it's interesting in between because her son Todd put her in her pickup, his pickup truck and was driving her to the hospital, which was about 40 minutes away. But her health just declined in the way, so they stopped at a hospital in between, a Kalkaska hospital, and they took her into Kalkaska hospital. But they would not let Todd in with his mother. That didn't go real well. Security got involved because Todd's mother was dying and he wanted to be with his mother. Got her a little bit stable and sent her to Munson Hospital. Well, they wouldn't let Todd's wife in with her mother-in-law. So that didn't go real well for Jody. But the good news is the doctors tell Diane there's nothing we can do for you. Go home. So she goes home. Call comes. Aunt Diane's probably got, not going to make it through the day. We drive to Aunt Diane's house. She's sleeping in the chair. I sit down next to her. She opens up her eyes. What are you doing here? <laughs> there came a time when it was time to leave. I pulled up my chair next to her and I held her by the hand. I said, we're going to pray. But before I pray with you, 
I need to know this for sure. And I've asked her this before, but I had to ask her again. I says, have you confessed Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior? And she says, yes, I have. And and this will probably be the last time we see each other on this earth. And she says, I'm aware of that. I'm ready. She says, how do you feel about that? I says, I feel blessed. Because I know when I take my last breath, I'm going to see the risen Christ face to face. And I know when Diane takes her last breath, she's going to be with the risen Christ face to face. We have victory over death because of Christ. If it wasn't for the faith that I have in Christ Jesus, I'm still sad because I'm a very dear friend. But I rejoice because we have victory over death. He's alive. He freely went to the cross for you and for me. And he did what he said he would do. And three days I'll rise again. Good Friday is vicious. What what was the movie that uh, Gibson came out with? The Passion of Christ. Have you seen The Passion of Christ? The most horrific movie I've ever seen. I don't even like to watch it. Because it's gory. But it's not nearly as gory, I believe, as it really was when they crucified the king. When they drove nails through his hands and his feet and they pierced him in the side. And the scripture says he could have called 10,000 angels and he wouldn't have had to go through that horrific time on Good Friday. But he chose to so we would have victory on resurrection morning. That gives me hope. It's the greatest event that ever took place. Yet not everyone believes. He made a way for us to live freely. He made a way for us to be forgiven. I don't know about you, church, but I'm a sinner, man. I struggle almost every day. But I know when I talk to the Father that he forgives me. He forgives me of my shortcomings and he loves me and he loves you just how you are. Any perfect people in this place this morning? There's only one. The living Christ. You saw this picture? How glorious is that? I can't even comprehend what took place there. But I believe what his word says. We have an opportunity to live forever in eternity with Christ. If you've accepted him in your heart. What's the big deal anyways? What Easter's all about. You know, I, I love the little kids this morning and the shirt that the two brothers had on. I love the Easter bunny. I really do. I love Santa Claus. I really do. 
It's not about the Easter Bunny. It's not about Santa Claus. It's about Christ. And I think it's okay that we allow the little one to uh, gather Easter eggs, talk about the Easter Bunny, talk about Santa Claus. But what is more important than that is that they know about Christ Jesus. Easter Bunny's not going to save nobody. Santa Claus is not going to save nobody. Only Christ Jesus will. Only Christ Jesus can give us hope. He's the difference between the light and the darkness. There's people that are in such bondage and fear in this day and age that we live in. And it's not just because of COVID-19. Somewhere, someplace right now, there's a woman being battered by her husband. Somewhere right now, there's a child being abused by some sick person. Somewhere right now, someone's being robbed and stabbed for their billfold. Somewhere right now, someone is being beaten and killed because of the color of their skin. And I believe that we can make a difference in this world, even in this crazy day. If we who believe, if we who believe in Jesus Christ would make a noise. Tell someone the story. Tell them the difference between life and death. See, Diane's body is dying physically. Her spirit's not. Tuesday was a difficult day. I went and visited Clarence Navelin. Brother Clarence is in bed. Not much energy left. Sort of curled up in a fetal position. His eyes were bloodshot. You know what he said? He said, I want to go home, Pastor. And I thought, great is his reward. Some of you here have had the privilege to know him and love him for a long, long time. I've only known him and loved him for a short time. But great is his reward. And like this family has touched my heart, Clarence has touched my heart. I have a picture of me uh, being taken in front of Detroit Annual Conference the year I won the Harry Denman Award. And it, it, it was a nice award. It's nice to be acknowledged by my peers. It was a nice picture, sort of. I don't like my picture taken. Unless I'm fishing with my Guggen in the morning time. But there's a picture of Clarence and I having serving communion together. He was 94 years old and he was helping me serve communion. At 94, now he's 95, his task is not done. Your task is not done. John 11, 25 and 26, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, yet he dies, shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. That's why we have victory. We have victory over the grave. This is Elvis over here, by the way. And it's only right that Elvis makes a little bit of noise because Elvis always made noise when he was in the house. 
I'm sorry, Grady. Is that Grady? Who's, who, who do I hear? No? Grady sleeping? I'll try not to be too loud. John 1, 29, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. When you take your last breath, you have an opportunity to spend eternity with Christ Jesus or you spend eternity in the lake of fire. You have to choose. I choose to follow the Lamb of God. And then 1 Peter 2 and 9, Scripture says that we who are believers, we are a chosen people. It's, it's not just by fluke you're here this morning. God chose you to be in the sanctuary this morning. You might have thought that it was your idea to come, but God chose you to be here this morning, I believe. A royal priesthood. A royal priesthood. Because we're children of the Most High God, so that makes us royalty of the Most High Priest, Christ Jesus. A holy nation. The, the nation of the United States of America is in a mess. But the body of born-again believers is a holy nation. We should be strong. We should be the light that the world sees by. I don't know why the man wouldn't come in. I don't know why. But that's okay. Part of me wants to chuckle a little bit. Because he brought us money. Usually when the guy shows up on Sunday morning, he wants money from us. That's how good God is to us this morning. We're called out of darkness into the light. And in Matthew 28, 19, Scripture says, Go, make disciples of all nations. Your neighbor. Have you ever told your neighbor about Christ? Does your neighbor even know that you're Christian? I would like to think of what my neighbors think of me. First John 5 and 4. For anyone who is born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that Christ has given us. You have victory over whatever is going on in your life right now, church. If there's any kind of negativity, any kind of trouble, any kind of heartache, any kind of headache, any kind of confusion, you have victory over that because of the risen Christ. The old, I believe it was a Baptist saying, name it and claim it. Was that a Baptist thing, Lonnie? No, sir? Not in your Baptist church? Never heard that. Oh, you've heard it? But didn't come out of the Baptist church? Where'd it come from? Any idea? I was always told it came out of a Southern Baptist church. I stand corrected. Thank you for that. I'm going to name it and claim it this morning. Wherever 
it came from. Whatever denomination it came from, if it came from a denomination, name it in the name of Jesus Christ and claim it by the shed blood of Jesus Christ who conquered the grave and we have victory because of it. But I still don't believe, some people say, Scripture is full of he appeared to Mary Magdalene. He appeared to the women at the tomb. He appeared to those on the road to Emmaus. He appeared to Simon. And must I see his hands and his feet with the wounds in them, doubting Thomas, wouldn't believe. People today won't believe. Laid in the hospital bed. Getting ready to have open heart surgery. Just so happened that grandma and I were laying in the same hospital bed. Uh, I thought she was chuckling. I thought she was laughing. And I found out that she was crying. And then the doctor came in and says, I cannot promise you that you're going to live through surgery, Mr. Robbins. And my response to him was, Doctor, you do the best you can because the Savior's got me covered. That's how strong my faith is. I've had 10 other heart surgeries since then. Don't ask me why. I'm still here. But my faith is strong. There's nothing that comes your way that you can't overcome because the victory that we experienced this morning. So if you leave this sanctuary this morning and you take your troubles, your headaches, your heartaches, your fears, your doubt with you, just Reassure yourself this, that you had an opportunity on Resurrection Sunday to leave it right here at the foot of the cross because he's alive and he loves you just how you are and he'll help you with whatever situation you got. As for me and my household, we're going to serve the Lord. You have to decide what you're going to do. But I, I plead with you, if he's not your savior this morning, don't leave. Because maybe next Sunday, you're going to be on this list. Some of these people will be gone before next Sunday. Some of you won't be here next Easter. I may not be. When Abba Father says, come on to me, it's over. Choose for yourself this Resurrection Sunday church who you will serve. You out there on Facebook Live, you listening to us on the radio, you on the podcast, you on YouTube, choose for yourself this day who you will serve. I'm serving the Lord. Amen. What are we singing, Elizabeth? No. Christ the Lord is risen today, church.
make this quick okay but here's a question for you how many women does it take to correct a pastor three okay and I'll tell you why the flowers up here I said to Mary Lou this past week Mary Lou we forgot to order flowers. And says, we don't do that here. I said, yes, we do. We always do flowers. So I go home and I say to Karen, Karen, we for 
No, we don't order Easter flowers. I said to Bonnie, Bonnie, what are we going to do? We forgot to order Easter flowers. And she says, we don't do that here. No, that I know that I know that I was wrong. <laughs> Let's pray. He is not here. He is risen. Just like he said he would do. That we might have life and have life victoriously through the risen Christ. Father, there will be family gatherings today. There will be people home alone today. We celebrate the Resurrection Sunday. And wherever we go and whoever we're with, may they see the risen Christ through us. We give you praise and thanks, Lord Jesus. God bless you, church, and God bless America. Amen. Amen.